Like, I feel like guys have, like, post-nut clarity, like, right away, but girls kind of have, like, the next day. And I literally woke up, and I remember thinking, like, did he just use me for sex because he had sex with me and then literally left within 30 seconds of being done? Um, Can you... I just want... What is post-nut clarity? We're your besties in your ear! Back for another episode of Mean Girl Pod! Wow! back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod, live from the great state of Dallas. Texas. No, oh. no, 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 I knew it. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> I mean, the, no, live from the great city of Dallas and state of Texas. There, we, there she is. <laughs> She's back. Like she never left. Yeehaw. And you, you know who also never left? No, wait, let me guess. What else never left? Uh... I don't know. Pink Whitney. <laughs> Y'all both knew that. Alana's on the phone. <laughs> Alana's like screaming on the phone. She's like, Pink Whitney. It's Pink Whitney. See, uh, yeah, you know what? Because states change. Cities changed. But one thing doesn't change. And that's the one and only Pink Whitney. And you know what? I feel like Pink Whitney is the perfect drink for every season. But we're in spring right now. And I'm like, yes, let's take pink shots, please. Last Saturday, you took like 11 Pink Whitney shots, didn't you? You know, I did. I took a lot of pink because it was so fun. I was here in Dallas and I went to this bar. Actually, this guy DM'd me this photo of like four of us and we were taking them. And I was like, oh, no, I know. I didn't have to buy any of them. People were buying them. And I love that when they see us, they know to buy a Pink Whitney shot. I love that. We always say, go buy you and your friends some, but hey, buy Jordan and I some. <laughs> yeah, so tonight we're on the prowl. And, well, this, we'll be home when this episode comes out, but hopefully if you see us, you'll buy us a shot. <laughs> we're talking to you, boys. We, we love a good Southern man. Yes. Southern men, I should say. <laughs> the, the other day, I was walking out of my brother's apartment, and I, my hands were full. My mom was behind me, and her hands were full. And this guy walked out and the door shut and he saw us walking and he was like, oh, ladies, let me help you. We're like, we're fine. And he's like, no, went over, did his key fob, opened that door, opened the elevator door. And my mom said, thank you. He said, yes, ma'am. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like and in New York, they would just slam it in your face. They wouldn't even think twice about you. Nope. That's, that's the South for you, baby. I mean, just what, what a guy in general. What a guy. What, what guys, plural, just walking around here. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I'm excited for this episode. What are you so excited about? Because I feel like we're going to, we're, I mean, every time we have an episode, we talk about new things, but I feel like we've never talked about games in a relationship and we get questions all the time, like when games are appropriate. And I, I'm just excited to talk about it because we've never spoken about it before. Right. <laughs> okay. So my, my wheels are like starting to turn, but they haven't like really begun yet. Uh, the Prosecco hasn't kicked in yet for Alex. <laughs> we got two bottles to go. We have, okay, the Jewel Hotels where we're staying. and Oh, yeah. Duh. We should say that. Yeah, we, we should include that because we have like 75 tabs and we can't hit them. <laughs> like today at the pool, we had 350 well, You could hit that in New York. But when we looked at the prices here, I was like, oh, that's going to be, that's like seven bottles of champagne because they're so cheap because every, we're jaded, but I feel like things are cheap here. They're just less expensive. They're half the price of New York. Well, I got a grilled cheese at the pool and it was $11 and I'm pretty sure a grilled cheese of that size would have been like $30 in New York. 100. Everything on that menu was bu- started with a one. Yeah. So there was no twos. I know, right? I was like, really? $15 for a spinach salad with grilled chicken? And then we went up to the guy and we're like, hey, 
we didn't hit our tab. Can we can we bring some alcohol back to the room? And first he was like, I don't know. I should probably talk to my manager. Maybe we can get you a pitcher of alcohol. And I was like, all right, we'll take anything. And then he comes back and he was like, here's two bottles of Prosecco. And by the way, do you want an, another bottle of alcohol? And Alex and I were like, no, thank you. This is wild, but we're going to decline. <laughs> right? I don't think we've ever declined alcohol, but we're going to have a night tonight. So yeah. And we just needed the champagne to kind of like get ready with. I. Love a get ready champagne. <laughs> <laughs> you know the wheels are not turning when we interrupt each other. <laughs> it's a struggle, bus. Because neither of us slept last night. No. I can't sleep when I travel. Why didn't you sleep? I don't know. I just, you know. Same. <laughs> I did not have a guy in my room. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't. You did not. Well, I mean, that wouldn't have kept me from not sleeping because he left. But, um... I just didn't sleep an ounce last night. You did have a guy. I was shocked. Okay, so we have connecting rooms for the first time. It's so funny. We've traveled together so often. We've never connected. We have connecting rooms. And this morning, I just knew Jordan was not. I just knew you were either not here or not alone. And you were here alone. Yes, I was. And I was like, well, what are you going to do? I know. That that was a letdown. <laughs> anyway. So games that we're not going to play. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so last week, Alex and I were chit-chatting. And Alex is a very level-headed person. Like when you talk about games with people, a lot of times your friends and I'm, I'm one of those friends. We can get a little like dirty with the games, but we were talking last week about a situation that happened to me probably like six months ago with a guy. Mm -hmm. And you gave me very good level-headed game advice. And I was like, this is the first time I've viewed games in a situation, relationship, any type of romantic pairing in a healthy way, if that's possible. Yeah. Well, I think people are so quick to be like, don't play games, like mm -hmm. never play games, but it's just not, that's not really realistic really. Yeah. Well, so I actually, I wrote a few things down because I was, I was thinking about games as a whole. And when I think of a new relationship, like I never want to be in a relationship where I have to play games, but I do think games are necessary in some instances when one, you maybe need like a temperature check to see if that person's still interesting. Maybe like read the room. Cause I don't think games will help make that person more interested in you necessarily, but I think it can give you more opportunities to be involved in their life, which then can allow you them to become more interested. If that makes sense. Yes. I think, I think if you look at games, dating games, playing mm -hmm. a game with a guy nine times out of 10, it's probably don't do it. Yeah. And definitely, okay, at the beginning of a relationship, when somebody plays a game just to play a game, to play hard to get, just to play hard to get. Yeah, no. That, that to me is where it's really bad. But I do agree that there's a time for games. And the, the reason you would use a dating game would be to gain some sort of insight. Mm -hmm. So let me give you the cold shoulder to see if you like me. Don't play a game just to play a game. But like, if you use it for a purpose, then I can, I can get down with games. I don't even like the term games. So they are games. Yeah, it's more of a like the way you explained it, which we'll get into that in a second, was more of like a strategic it was like playing chess. It was like a strategic move to get the person one, like to read the room if he was even interested in me, because he was being very confusing, and two, to like get him into check, like, hey, are you still in this or what? Or should I just like walk away? Yeah, and the thing about it is when you play the game, I think in this scenario, I remember specifically too, it had you had to be okay with either outcome. Mm -hmm. So when you let's say you're gonna ice somebody out. Or leave them on red. You have to say, okay, they might not text me again. You can't be mad about that. Because mm -hmm. you used the game or the strategy move to learn something, which is they're not going to double text you. 
they just might not be that into you. Exactly. Like a game, I think initially would just help you realize like, okay, we're still on track in some capacity or I just hit a strike or whatever it is in sports with three strikes and you're out and we're done. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and the other thing about the game too, is you have to fully commit. You can't do a pump fake. Correct. It's like going into the office and being like, I'm going to quit maybe. And then, then being like, no quit. Would you just call it a, a what fake? A pump fake. I do pump fakes all the time. You have to see, if you're going to play this game and you're going to be like, I'm going to leave them on red. Mm-hmm. You have, cause you look like an idiot. If you leave them on red and then text them an hour later, it's like, well, and it's so frustrating too when, cause I'm bad at games, but you've taught me a few things here and there, but it sucks when you start to play a game and then they start to play a game and then you guys are, Oh, no, thank you. Housekeeping. <laughs> of course they come now. <laughs> um, it's, it sucks when you guys both start playing games into the point where you guys are both playing the game so much where next thing you know, neither of you are even talking anymore and you pretty much ghost each other because that happens too. Well, you out, you, you game so hard <laughs> that you're both like, you're, you're lit. That, str- that scenario to me is so petty when somebody's like, I'm going to do this and they're like, well, I'll show her. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'll show him. It's like you're not against each other ever. Correct. When you're talking to somebody. Games can be, they can, they can pit you against somebody. If you just, and here's the thing too, you get like one game every two weeks. Like you use it and you're like, okay, I just want to see what I can learn here. Do it. And then it's over. Yeah. And it is like back to business. Remember, cause this is what we did with yours. There was like a little game and then it, it's like, if he calls you, you're normal. Yes. You are not, you're done icing. Correct. Like, don't pile on. I also think too, if you're realizing someone is playing a game with you, like, don't play the game back. Like, take that as a, a, like, take that and be like, wow, maybe they're playing a game with me because they do like me and they want to see if I like them back. So instead of walking away, walk towards them and then that way the games just stop. And, and, and only walk towards them a little. Yes. And then see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, because, like, we can explain my situation to give, like, people an example. I like that. Okay. Um. So... I don't know, like six months ago, I was talking to this guy. <laughs> Obviously, the game didn't work because we're not talking anymore. <laughs> well, you, but you learned from the game. I did. I learned a lot from the game. Um, but we were kind of talking back and forth. And it was just one of those things where he just kind of seemed less and less interested as the days went on. And I didn't really understand why because he kept making initiative to text me and talk to me. But he wasn't putting in a lot of effort. And I was just so frustrated. And Alex saw my frustration. So she was like, okay. This is what we're going to do. And I'm going to let you explain because you're better than me. He what this guy he wasn't being mean. No. He just wasn't giving you a lot. Correct. So and this was like he gave me a lot in the beginning to be very clear and then it went downhill. It wasn't like it was like always like that. It was like so much in the beginning and then when it went downhill so I was like, "Wait, is he not interested anymore?" And he, you had had a talk with him the night before yes. and you were like, you know, y'all were trying to get on the same page and you were like, I just kind of want a little bit more from you. And then he waited until noon the next day to text you. And it was, it wasn't a high or like great chat last night. What was it? It was something like very vague. Yeah. It, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was more of just like a statement where I didn't know if I could even answer it. It was like one of those texts where it's a non-answerable one. Like you can just like heart it. The, t- the And the talk the night before was like a long talk and like a good talk. And it kind of merited a text that was like, morning, babe, great chat last night, excited moving forward. 
and he waited so long to text you, which he had never done, by the way. It was all I was getting good morning texts every day. Yeah, right. So it's like, okay, that didn't that move didn't match the move the night before. It was like a slap in my face because I was like, wait a second. Are you just trying to prove a point that you don't respect what I just asked you to do? Well, yeah, he was trying to show you that he had the power. So what what we did was we took the power back and you had your read receipts on or you, you turned them you on. You told me to turn my red receipts on. So those, those bad boys went on. Mm-hmm. We clicked the text message open and then we closed the phone. And the rule was don't text him back unless he texts you three times. Mm-hmm. And then you can text him back throughout the day. It, it's not a petty game. It's not a, because here's the thing. We don't need one word responses back. Like that just drags it along. So if you just say, I'm not going to respond, he's going to know I read it. I'm going to try and prove a point here. And then he can text you then. And then he has text you two more times. Yeah. And then you can respond. Then if he calls you later or whatever he does, it's just business as usual. You were just had a busy day. Like you don't have to be petty on top of petty. Correct. Like there, there needs to be an end to the game. I always think. Yeah. And like the, I think too, if they text back the second time and it's like a very meaningful text, you can respond. But if it's just another like one word response, which he did, it's just like, why do you keep texting me if you're not going to put any effort into it? Well, okay. I don't, and I don't agree if he sent you a second one that you could have responded because the rule was you, you have to wait the three. I'm doing that thing. You're being too soft. Like here's the thing. If let's say he sends you one text and he sends you another one. If this guy wants you, he needs to move a mountain. Thank you. And and that doesn't we don't we can't reward the second text being good because he got the hint mm-hmm. that, that mother effort needs to send a third. Yeah. And he ended up calling that night. And we talked. Everything was fine. But unfortunately, like after that, it just kind of kept happening again. So the game didn't help me secure him, but it helped me honestly realize sooner than later that he just wasn't my person. Well, and then when he called you that night, he was totally normal, totally normal. And that's the thing too to to realize, like didn't, that didn't showed like, hey, what were you doing all day? You left me on red. Yeah, because he probably didn't want to even deal with the argument. Cause he was like, she's gonna nag me again, like she did last night. What's the point? Right, right. But, but my ego is too big to be ignored and have like I need the last word type of thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing too is what you just said is we talked about this as well was we always hear the term like if he wanted to we wouldn't we've talked about that and i think it's a very like blurry line a lot can happen but i think if a guy at the end of the day they're so black and white where if a guy likes you he will make it known like a guy's not sitting in his chair being like well like i'm kind of afraid to text her it's like if a guy wants to text you he'll text you yeah fully absolutely and i think too with guys what i've learned recently is there is like a simple component to it. Mm-hmm. Like there can be this level of, cause we were just talking about games, but it's like, there can just be this level of simplicity. And I think it can be scary to just go ahead and say, I like you and I'm going to text you back all the time. I'm going to constantly be texting you. And then for him to be like, I'm going to constantly be texting you because you're both sitting there afraid. Like, are you going to stop texting me one day and vice versa? And it's like, you're nervous about that. And so you want to play a game. You want to wait five hours to respond just to keep them. But it's like, if you want to text the person, just text them. Literally. And I think the best type of guy is a guy with confidence, but he doesn't have an ego, which is very hard to find. Mm-hmm. I think Julio was a great example of that. If you listen to the pot and bring him up because he was a guest. And I think he is a prime example of that where he's confident, but he doesn't have an ego attached to him. So he described when he was um, getting his girlfriend, like he full blown 
went after her like crazy and did not give two shits if she ignored him. He was like, I'm going to, what's the word? Not court, but like, um, not woo, but court. Court, yeah. Yeah, court her. I'm going to court her. Yeah. He like full blown went after her. Yes. You know what I think about guys that are confident mm-hmm. that say, okay, that's my girl. I like her. I want her. I love that. I love that. And then they have zero problem saying, I'm going to give it everything I got. She might reject me. I'm okay with that, but I'm going to sleep better at night if I know I gave it everything in me to get her. Yes. And that is so egoless because there is a fear of rejection. The guys with the egos, they'll go 70% because they don't want to, they don't want their friends to think they're puppy dog eyed. Yep. You know what I mean? Or they don't want, they don't want you to be like, Hey, I don't like you anymore. And you lose opportunities when you operate that way, as opposed to being like, no, I'm, I'm getting her. Yes. I'm going to get her. Could not agree more. And it's like, I don't know why. And I actually know I do know why because the internet. I know a lot of guys are afraid to go after women because they're like, I don't want to look easy like or too eager because no one likes the nice guy. But it's like, you're not being the nice guy when you know what you want and you go after it. You're being a confident guy. Yes. Which is so sexy. I was going to say, what's hotter? You, get, you give us, you take a seven and a 10, guys. The seven is like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. Or the 10 that's like, you know, like the seven's hotter every single time because he knows what he wants and he will go get it. And to feel wanted by a guy, what's, what is better than to truly for a girl to just be like, he really likes me. He wants me and he will do anything for me. I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) You should know though. You know what? And if it's anything less than that, I think I texted you that last week. I was like, if he want, if he, he needs you, he should need you like he needs to breathe. And if it's not that we don't want it. Yeah. Alex was giving me some good advice last week where she was saying all this like really great stuff about how you should be loved and appreciated by a guy. And it was so nice to hear because I feel like so many people, when you, when single people say that they're like, good luck finding that you're never going to find it. It's like, no, you will. If you are patient, you will find a guy who will treat you like a queen. And if people are against that, it's because their partner doesn't treat them like a queen. Well, and, and then to, to like further that, when somebody says, good luck finding a guy that treats you like that. Okay, so what? So, so settle for one that doesn't? Settle for boring? Like just, just be like, oh, okay, I'm going to fall in love and stay together with somebody for 25, 30, 45 years that's just subpar. That's what you, okay. Doesn't exist. No. Can't, can't possibly do it. Good luck with that marriage. Because I'll, I'll tell you this too. I say it all the time. Marriage is hard. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. You got to communicate. You got travel, this, that. Like, lie. You move. Lives. Like, I don't know. All this shit you think about. And it's like, and you want me to do that with somebody that I kind of like? Or that you don't know for sure if they're going to be there for you all the time? So then you just get... I, I see it a lot, actually. Where, where people say, I didn't know what else to do, so I just proposed. Yeah, we've talked about that before. You didn't know what else to do, so you just, you proposed. It's, it's so sad, and like, what? Well, I, there, I, I, I keep wanting to get this video. I know where it's at. It has to do with this, though. Um, when you're looking, I'll, I'll keep chit-chatting. So, one of the most common DMs I get is, Jordan, why are you still single? Why are you still single? It's like, First of all, why is that even a question? If I really wanted a boyfriend, I could find a homeless man to date. Like, it's not that hard. Like, I could find a literal piece of shit to date. But it's like, I would much rather 
be alone and happy than ever settle for the bare minimum with a guy. So until a guy exceeds my expectations, I'm cool being single. You know I, I, what I mean, it's hard for me to even respond to that because I just I don't understand the other option. Everyone's like, "Why are you single?" It's like it's you haven't found the guy yet. I haven't found a guy who's exceeded my expectations that I'm attracted to. You haven't found a guy that met your expectations. No, it's actually sad. They're they're well below, and it's so sad too because like my friends, including you and Alana, are just like Jordan. You attract <laughs> the worst men, and I'm like, I know, and then and then go for them. <laughs> I do go for them. That is correct. And then, and there, we had one the other day. Well, there was we, we, we had one the we, other day. We caught a fish the other day <laughs> and I don't remember what you were saying. And I was like, no, I'm trying to like him. Like I'm looking for reasons right now. I, as your friend, I'm like, hot take. I don't want to dislike him. It's not fun for us to be like, no, fuck him. No, no. no we would love to look for one reason to like you. That yeah. would be easier. I want to, I want to go to bat for you. It's give me one reason. It's crazy. It's like men just fight for a girl for once if you like them. And you know what? Maybe maybe this guy doesn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he just doesn't like me. No, I think he likes you. I just don't think he wants to do that. Yeah, and that's fine. Like some so we have talked about this before and it was like a big thing on TikTok like matching people's energy level. Like I am a 12 out of 10 when it comes to needy needing somebody in a relationship. I need words of affirmation. I need to know that you're going to be there for me. I have abandonment issues. I need the reassurance. But I seem to date a lot of guys who are like fours, which does not make them a bad person at all. I want to be very clear because there's girls out there who are fours. Absolutely. Who don't need that much. But like I need a 12 and I need someone to match my energy. Also, it's just never going to work. Well, and and you, it's different areas, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's so important to say I'm a 12 socially. He's a 12 socially. Okay, great match. Um, travel match. You're like, I need words of affirmations. God forbid somebody sends you flowers. You know what I mean? Like, buys you a present. Something like that that would mean a lot to you. But there's girls out there that are like, I need quality time with you. And it's every night. Yep. And you might be like, go get them. But tell me you love me. Same with physical touch. There's some people out there who are like, I need to have sex every single day. Else I don't feel loved. Mm -hmm. And there's some people who are like, I'm cool with like three times a week. But you need to find someone who matches that because... If you if it doesn't match, you feel neglected, and nothing is worse than feeling neglected in a relationship. Yes, and I think it's so important to realize what yours are. You're very good about that. Like mm-hmm. you've taught me that too. To like look in the mirror and be like, "What is so important to you?" Okay, do you get it? Are, is Graham giving it to you? Are you getting it? Mm-hmm. And then for you to be like, "I," you said it to me this morning. You're like, "I'm just a twelve on the needs," and I was like, "Good for you for knowing that." Yeah, and like, don't ever try to be an eight. Like if you're a 12, I love that you're unapologetically a 12 and then you're like, I need to find somebody that can match me on that. And it's like, you do. I'm yeah, I'm a full blown 12 when it comes to words of affirmation, but like seeing somebody, I'm like a five, like I'm cool seeing you once a week, but then physical, I'm back to like a 10. I need you to be touching me 24 seven. Yeah. You, you would be good at long distance too, I think, because you could do the phone Yeah, and that, that people could do like words of affirmation on the phone easily. Oh Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, okay, I'm going to play you this. the video? Yeah. What's the video? It's about um, the safe guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. The safe choice is almost always it. Okay, wait. Let me just do this. Who Whose video is it? Um, goat, goat mind videos. Oh. Okay, wait. Okay. I'm going to start it. Okay. <laughs> why, why is a safe choice 
always the wrong choice for a woman. So think about it. In order for it to be safe, it means you are not deeply invested. You may be invested. It may be deep to, compared to certain people's perceptions of deep, but it's not as deep as you know you can go. It's not as deep into where you feel like you'll be devastated by it. So you're starting from a deficit as far as, I'm not fully into this. I'm not fully into this guy. But again, he may be good enough for me to work with and try to be with. Do you think a lot of women choose the safe guy? And I think that is... I think a lot of women do choose the safe guy. Yeah. And then I think they're right. You're never fully invested in that. It can be easy. Of course, you can work with him. You could raise a family with him. It's like dating the roommate. You could do it all day long. Also, I think, too, being from the South and the Midwest, a lot of women do date the safe guy. Because, I mean, all my friends back home are married or engaged or in serious relationships. So it's like sometimes you feel like that group think or social pressure to just kind of go with your first choice because you don't want to be the only one left out being single. And I, yeah, and I think you don't think it could get any better. Yeah. Like, I love that you have this high standard because I think a lot of people are like, this will work. This is good. Okay. I mean, he, I don't hate him. We don't argue. We're but just like existing. The thing is, is like the standards and the expectations aren't even crazy. I'm never asking someone to fly me across the country. It's literally like, how was your day? Mm. Good morning. Oh, you don't, you, you are having a bad day. Why? Tell me why. It's like the bare freaking minimum. I know. No, I, I hear you. And it really is. And it's just like, but no one can exceed that, which is maybe a me problem. I need to go back to therapy and talk about why I picked the wrong guys. They're not emotionally available guys anymore. They're just emotionless men. They are. They are emotionless. They just, and here's the thing too. They're so simple. Yeah. They just like, don't the ones I'm thinking of right now. It's just like they, less is more like they just. Like I seen that guy and then him calling you and being like, Hey, what's up? Like, I just, I don't think he cares. Like I just, what, it's just so simple. And it's like, that's not going to be you. And it's not going to fly with you. Yeah. So it's just like the, the power of saying next tonight though, I will say this. I usually can predict the future. Yeah. It's creepy. You've done it a few times on the podcast. Yeah. I've done it twice. And it's always when we travel and I'm, so I'm super too, I'm nervous to go. I'm nervous to put my third, you know, Wait, what is it? Well, I don't know yet because I I don't feel it. I'm not. I don't have my psyche going. But I. It's tonight. I kind of feel like we meet this older, and he's like suited up, kind of. Ooh. I know. Ooh. I don't. I don't know why I see him in a suit. Love. And he's like thirty something. He's older than thirty two. I think he's older than thirty three. Okay. I know. I don't know. And then I think he's not your traditional type. And I don't think right off the bat, I don't think you like him. It's not love at first sight situation. You're not like him. Maybe even he's like you. But he's impressing me. Yeah. And he's really impressing me. Which, name something hotter than a man who tries to impress your best friend. I love it. And you're like kind of not into it. And I'm like, oh, oh, we, we will be dating him. And then, <laughs> and then he like goes to the bathroom and I'm like, get your shit together. Don't stop. I, we're not. This is good. And then, mate, I don't know. I feel like it's an unexpected I love that situation. I never told you this, but I, I, I slipped my mind. I've dated somebody from Dallas before and he was an older man and he, he was great. Is he still here? No, he, I don't know where he lives now. How old was ago. he? At the time he was 34. Okay. Yeah. You did. And you were in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, he had moved to Minnesota. He was from Dallas. Sorry, he wasn't from Dallas, but he lived in Dallas like the majority of his life. Okay, and then he moved to Minnesota, so you didn't date long distance. Like, you weren't coming to Dallas. 
Correct. But then he has the Dallas guy. The thing about Dallas. But he is, was like suited up with the accents that made me think of him. The draw. You need that draw. Love it. I mean, I want this guy. Here's the thing. The opportunities are endless. Like when you're in the city that these people live in and you're visiting, I'm talking, I mean, we need to have the car out front tomorrow. Like flowers come to the room. He's like, we're going to breakfast. I mean, you can do a full court press here. If someone's visiting you, not even visiting you in your, in if your city. Yeah, if someone's in your city, just <laughs> like go above and beyond. It's your city. It's your home. Show them. Also, show them the time of their life because maybe if you're doing long distance, you want them to move there one day. What better way to get them to move than to show them the best weekend of their life? I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> g- like give me a scenario where I'm single and somebody comes to New York to visit. I would be like, hold my beer. Like, d- uh, there's no better moment. And you're staying in a hotel, so that you don't even have their house. Like, they they can send you stuff. I mean, they can roll out the red carpet. Yeah. I really like, I love an opportunity. And I love I love an opportunity, and I mean, when somebody seizes it. I was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, what's better than an opportunity? A seized opportunity. That, and they kill it. And you're like, thank you. I I just love a man who knows what he wants, and he goes for it. He says, you so hot. I'm coming. I love, I really love it. I'm going to do an ad here. Love it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about, oh, this is a good one. There's just something so romantic about coffee. Is, and, and isn't there? I love coffee. Well, somebody could take you on a coffee date tomorrow. It's better than a first kiss, I've heard. Oh. That's the next line in that. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> is, there, <laughs> is there anything better than having that first sip of coffee in the morning? Honestly, no. There's really not. Morning no. sex? No. It's like getting your first kiss every single day. It's euphoric. Stella Blue Coffee supports pets, unlike big coffee. For every purchase, a per- and we love pets, a portion mm-hmm. of the proceeds goes directly towards helping Paws Animal Shelter, helping dogs find homes. And I mean, there's something better than coffee and dogs. You can get yours tomorrow. Available on StellaBlueCoffee.com and next day shipping on Amazon Prime. Get your coffee now before they sell out. Stop waiting in the line at Starbucks. That's silly. Ordering on confusing apps. Having your name spelled wrong on the cup, J-O-R-D-A-N, Typically, Alex is good unless it's Alice. Coffee <laughs> coffee should be about you. Stop wasting it at Starbucks. I cannot picture you being an Alice. No, I, I mean, it just doesn't fit, does it? Go to StellaBlueCoffee.com and use promo code MEAN, that's M-E-A-N, for 10% off your next order. And do us a flavor. Please enjoy your coffee. Don't waste it and tag us. I love it. I love coffee. Um, Should we talk about Alana's story? Yes. Uh, um, so Alana, she, since she's not in Dallas with us and she doesn't want to be a voice on a phone, she has a story and she wants to see how Alex reacts to it because Alex also is in this situation a little bit. So Mike, her boyfriend travels like crazy. He's on spitting chicklets. They travel all the time and he's just been go, go, go recently. And when he comes home, he's tired and Alana's like at home and she's like, I, I want to see you. But then when he comes home, he's tired. So then they don't get to spend that quality time together. And then he's, once he's re-energized, he's off to the next place. And she just feels like she's not seeing her boyfriend very often. It's very frustrating. And they got an argument about it. And she wanted to see how Alex deals with that. Since Alex also travels a lot and Graham's home a lot and just kind of like relationships and travel schedules, because in this world, it's very common nowadays because a lot of people work from home mm-hmm. and it's just like it can really hinder a relationship yeah and i think and so two i'm gonna add a little bit she also said she wants him to be more present when he is home valid 
And then, crap, what was the other one she had said? So my thing is, I feel like I've traveled more than I ever have in 2023. And I would say to Graham, because I, I also like to travel. It's also part of the job. Like for Mike, this is the job, right? So he's traveling for work. And I think if you're going to travel, you have to say, it can't, I can't sacrifice home time. So, oh, this is what, this is what she said yesterday. Every time he's home, he's recharging for the next trip. Yes. That's valid. Of course he is because it's go, 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 go. One thing I told Graham though, cause I had, I came home one time from Miami and I was like, I'm just exhausted. And then I was like that, that's not fair. Like what? So I'm gone and then I come home and then I'm just like, and you're never getting any part of me. So I had to take a step back and say, okay, on these trips, people DM me this all the time too. They're like, how do you, how are you, like, how do you do it? And I'm like a lot of water and I have to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. So if I do those two things, I, I, a lot of water, it's so crazy, but it gives me more longevity when I get home. So I was doing that where I would be burnt out and I would be like sleeping Monday through Wednesday a lot just to live for like the Thursday, Friday, the travel type stuff. And it was like, I was never fully existing with him. And he was like, I feel like I'm not getting any part of you, which was so valid. So what I had to do was say, okay, on these trips, I have to take care of myself. I have to get good sleep. If I like to travel, I have to do right by that or I'm going to have to stop traveling. And so one thing that was like really big was me understanding whenever I came home, there's a lot of times where I do, I'm like, I just want to go to bed, but it's like, I have to bust it for Mm -hmm. him. But I also tell him too, it's a give and a take, right? So I know I have to show up to certain things. I have to be present. We have, I have to sit with him for an hour. When I get home, we have to talk. He needs my FaceTime. But then he also knows I love to travel and I do need to recharge so it's kind of a give and a take, but I learned as the traveler, I got to, I mean, it's like, sometimes I'll be walking in my apartment. I'm like game face. Yeah. I'm like, if you want to travel, you put the game face on. I love that because it's kind of like what we talked about earlier. No one wants to ever feel neglected in a relationship. And I think if you are in a relationship and you're going to take a job where you travel a lot, you have to like prep yourself and be like, it's going to be a lot of work, but I can't neglect my partner because I travel so much. Yeah, you have to say, you have to say, okay, to them, I love to travel. Mm-hmm. You, and Graham's like, I understand that. And I'm like, but I understand you need me when I'm home and I have to show up for that. Yeah. And so it's like a give and a take where he does give me a little more grace and I'm like, I'm just tired. I'm just beat. He's like, okay, great. But I also, when I walk in, I'm like, here we go. Yeah, you just have to be a little bit more selfless and just aware and communicate with your partner and let them know like these are my boundaries like when I get home give me 30 minutes an hour to myself and then I'll be there and then have your partner let you know what they need from you when you're back from those travels I think that's I like that actually like I learned he receives me better if I hit the door put my bags aside and sit Mm -hmm. my phone's up and we're just talking he if I come back and I'm real chaotic I I notice he receives me a lot worse so it's I think it's cool that Alana and and Mike were like talking about it and they're like okay what do we do here like how do we make it work because that's like the first step and then from there if it's one thing of like when you hit the door can we have 30 minutes hanging out yeah or can we plan something one of the days you're home like I need a dinner I need dinner out with you yeah and also I think too you need to be very cautious about your schedule once you are back because like when Mike or you come back from a trip, don't have your social calendar be crazy. Like 
make sure when you're back, it's a little less chaotic so you can re-energize quicker for your partner. And then you also can have a life too and maybe see your friends. Yeah. Before your next trip. Yeah. And, and forward planning has helped a lot too. So like a lot, I think Alana mentioned a birthday party. So it's like, if he knows he's coming home on Saturday and he's going to that birthday party. Okay. Friday night, wherever you are, I'm like, okay, get my eight hours. Yeah. Cause tomorrow's going to be a little tough, but I got to go. Yeah. Also too, like when you're, tra- I know this is hard, but I think you kind of learn it, especially when you travel as much as like you or me or Mike does. Like you don't have to go ham every night. Like if you're coming home Saturday, knowing you have to go to a birthday party Friday night, you can go out and have a blast, but you don't need to drink a bottle of, of pink Whitney. Right. You know right. I mean? Right. Yeah. You just say, <laughs> you just be like, okay, this will be a chill night. Yeah. Versus if you know you're going home if you if you know you're going home and you can sleep, if you go home on a Friday night and you can sleep the next two days and do nothing, yeah, full send. Well, because like I was in San Diego, uh, I got back on Sunday and I knew I was coming to Dallas right away, and I had a blast, but I didn't go crazy because I knew I had to be my best self. Also, thought we were going to be doing some other things here, so I wanted to be a little bit more energized for certain people. Oh, I was like, what do you think you were doing? <laughs> You know, <laughs> quite literally doing. So I made sure that I got eight hours of sleep every night. I drank a shit ton of water. I walked a ton because I didn't want to come to Dallas being dead for you and for other people. <laughs> that was, I think it had less to do with me, but yay. <laughs> yay me. No, it doesn't matter. No, we're just kidding. Cut that. Now I got you. Um, I think that's okay. I like that. You also do also, so I will say for me, like you travel more than me and I've never once felt neglected from you. Like you can go on a 10 day bender vacation and come back and record the pod in your normal. I, well, this is what I've learned about me too. I'm, that energizes me. I'm, I'm more tired if I'm, have you, I don't know if you know, if if you put me in New York for a month, you're going to get groggy. Like I don't have the pep in my step is when that's true that my thing for 2023 has been like, just who's Alex? Like real, let's find her. And I mean, I'm always, there's going to be a lifelong process, but (laughs) I'm like, I, I just, I don't know. I love to travel right now. Yeah. Traveling is the best. Someone the other day was like, I feel like you live on a plane. I'm like, that's the way I like it. Oh my God. Sunset. Like, like a 5 p.m. flight with country music on and a window seat. Do you know what pisses me off? What? When you don't have a window seat and nobody around you has their window open. We were flying back from, it must have been San Diego. And the pilot goes on and goes, guys, look out the window. We have a great view of the Grand Canyon. And everyone around me kept their window shut. And I was like, open the damn window. I want to see the mother truck in Grand Canyon. Yeah. It pissed me off. That's criminal. That's criminal. But I also don't want to be on the window seat because I pee so much. I need to be on the aisle. I'm an aisler, but I got upgraded on my way to Nashville. Oh, and, love. And on the window. So I, I was first class Ooh. on the window. Ooh. And I took off at 5 p.m. The sun was setting. No, I was like, nobody talked to me. Like, I will stay on this plane for hours. I genuinely, one of my favorite places in the world is, this is why I go to the airport so early too, is going to the airport. That's not why you go to the airport so early. <laughs> Don't gaslight us and everybody listening that you enjoy it. I do enjoy being at the airport. You enjoy it now because you can go to that lounge the thing. Lounge. Yeah. I but I love the airport because it's one of those places where everyone around you is going. No one gives two craps about what you're doing because people are so focused on getting to their gate. I don't know. It's one of those places where everyone is just kind of in that same chaotic boat. And it's like it's like in life, it's the one place where it's truly limbo. 
It's like, it's like, I don't have any worries when I'm in the airport. I do agree with that. There's something magical about the airport because you're going somewhere. Like you've left a comfort zone or you're excited about a trip or you're going home. I don't know. I agree with that. Also speaking of the sky lounge. What? So I did a little experiment for you. Thank you. So Alex always gives me crap because I go into the sky lounge, which is $50. But when you're there, you get unlimited alcohol and food. And I think that's great because I usually get like two glasses of wine, a meal, and this time at the airport, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to a restaurant to see prices. I got a chicken Caesar salad and mimosa, $55 with tip, 60 something. So I was like, Sky Lounge it is from here on out, baby. I, I think the thing is I don't eat or drink at the airport. I get a bag of pretzels and that's it. Crazy. Well, I'm never there early enough to do it. That's true. Ever. But I, I, I will get a bag. And so that's why I think... Well, ever since you brought up airport beers, I just can't get enough of airport alcohol. <laughs> just love an airport. Now, if you're going to drink the Skyline, the Skyline is entirely worth it. Yeah. I was in an, an airplane fight. I got, I got in, I got entangled into one. Why am I just hearing about this now? I don't know. I don't know why I didn't tell you. Okay. So I was window and you know how there's those windows that it's like, it's maybe mine. It's, it's, it's in the middle, but it's always more one person's fully. Yes. So it was my window for sure. And I had it open. And the girl behind the girls behind me were talking very loud the whole time. They were two older ladies. I mean, talking in an octave over my AirPods. Ew. Yeah. And they were real and they were just like, okay. And then they get a little silent. She taps me. And I, I was like, like over yeah. the chair? Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Huh? She's like, Can you shut that? My it's it's glaring on my Kindle. And I thought, uh, okay, you know, I mean, it's a three hour flight, but I God for I mean, okay, you know, so I shut it. Then when we're landing, I opened it back, you know, I opened it back up and th- they are talking so loud. It was like disruptive. No, like, so th- this is what I realized. They have no court awareness at all. They have no social awareness. They zero social awareness. And just the stuff there. I was like, okay. So then we get, <laughs> we get up to D plane and I was like, odd. Cause there was a father and a son ahead of me and everyone's going row by row by row. And then the, fa- and then these two girls get out. And they're like, excuse us, we'll just get out of everyone's way if you'll just let us off really quick. Like, like they were doing us a favor by getting out of everyone's way. So the father stands up and he's getting his bag. And she's like, excuse me, sir, I do, we just want to get out of everyone's way. And he doesn't say anything. And then she goes, oh, are you not going to move? And he said, you got to wait your turn like the rest of us. And Good. she said, oh, okay. So a big man thinks he can tell me what he wants to do. And I thought, oh, no, 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 no. Because we can't make it girl guy. We can't, can't be oh, doing shit. that. And he kind of reminded me of like my dad. Mm-hmm. Like he got red in the face, like just because he was like, oh, like he got nervous. Like he was like, why'd she just do that? And the way he said it was really nice. Like you got to wait your turn like everyone else. And she was like, oh, so a big man thinks he can tell me what to do. And I don't, I don't know. So I just, I said, he's right. You need to wait your turn like everybody else. And I said, and I'm just a girl. So now what? And I was like, now what's the problem? Like you can't say I'm a big man. And she just like looked at me. I've never seen you do that. Well, before, I don't know I love why. It. I didn't like that she went like, oh, a big, like, because he was just, the concept of deplaning is row by row. No, are you kidding me? This is amazing. I could talk about airport etiquette all the time, or airplane yeah. etiquette. And then the fact, now I'm down if like, I have a connection. Yes. Yes, yes, ma'am. But not to get out of everyone's way, because we're all like, yeah. don't pretend like you have somewhere to be that the rest of us don't. What did she say? I'd pay to see this. So then, then the dad <laughs> smirks a little bit and lets her go. He's like, and then moves up forward. Then she goes up to the flight attendant. And the flight attendant was like, I was watching. Is everything okay back there? She was like, no, this big guy in the back just thinks he can tell me what to do. And I just walked up there and I said, ma'am, you were in the wrong. And I told the flight attendant, I said, she wasn't nice. She was trying to deplane before everybody else. Good and, for you. And the girl, the girl turned around and looked at me. And this was odd. She's like five foot tall. And I had my cowboy hat on. And she was standing in front of me, like wouldn't let me off the plane. And I've never done this. But I just got right up to her. And she wouldn't move. And I said, 
move. And she moved. <laughs> I was like, move it. And she just went, she just sidestepped. And I was like, I don't know something. I don't know why. Like it, that's incredible. I feel liberated right now. I know. I was like, Oh, and I walked off and I was like, mm. I, I genuinely am so passionate about airplane etiquette. There's nothing that grinds me, grinds my gears more than someone trying to budge on an airplane. Like when I was coming from San Diego, this couple tried budging in front of everyone. And this one girl goes, excuse me, wait your turn. And I was like, thank you. I, I know. I, I don't. Why don't we say that every time? So in my seat, it was me and two other ladies. I got up and the, and the girl in the middle also tried to stand up. And I was like, I was like, you have to sit back down. Like the thing is going to hit you in the head. Mm-hmm. So I was like, can you please sit? Because like I was like holding it. I'm like, sit or this will drop on your head. And she's like, no, I need to get out. And I was like, where? I was like, where are you going to go? She was like, let me just scoop behind you. I'm like, oh, so you're just going to cut everyone else behind us. Because I have the right of way because I'm on the aisle. And the lady next to me, she didn't want to get up. She was like, I'm cool sitting. And I was like, what are you doing? And the next thing you know, the window seat lady budged up too. I was like, what is going on? Why am I with people who have no social airplane intelligence? Like, why do you, I don't understand when you're getting, when the plane lands and you're getting off. We don't stand a chance to deplane unless it's row by row. Yeah. Otherwise, there's aisle, window, middle. Everyone's going to be like, like it has to go row by row and just sit there and wait for the row and ha- ahead of you to go. Like, I don't understand how nobody got the memo. That is my, I think my biggest pet peeve in this world is budgers on airplane. Did you see the popcorn thing? Yes. Okay. So what, what, what is your take there? Um, okay. So remind me. So what happened again? So the kids were eating popcorn on the plane and the flight attendant, the Delta gave them the popcorn Mm -hmm. and then they, they had a mess on it. And the flight attendant came over and said, pick up your kids popcorn. And then the wife took a photo of it, texted it to her husband and he tweeted it. So the debate is who should the flight attendant have done that? Should the mom have cleaned it up? Like the husband should have never tweeted it, but I'm on the, um, the wife's side. I think that if a plane gives kid kids popcorn, what do they expect it to be all in their mouth? And also I don't think it's appropriate for a flight attendant to, cause she was pregnant at the time to tell the mom to pick up the popcorn when she is alone and pregnant with kids. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, like the planes get cleaned for a reason. Like, but I will say, number one, I love flying, and I've met some beautifully nice flight attendants. But flight attendants lately have been very rude. I'm not sure the flight attendant understands the power that they have to make or entirely break the flight. If if I have a nice flight attendant, wait, what side were you on? Oh, 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 I don't know, I don't know because I didn't like. I mean, I don't think the guy should have tweeted it, but I never think a flight attendant should be like, hey, lady, pick up your kid's popcorn while you're pregnant. Like, that's just, she's pregnant. Yeah, the, the pre- that. I also don't think things should be tweeted online like that. I, I don't know what side I'm on because I want to say if you don't, I think there's a level of if you don't pick it up, the planes are cleaned for a reason, but if you, you do kind of have to, I'm not, I'm not understanding not just saying to the kids, clean up the popcorn. Well, also, like, why are you giving kids popcorn? You, that, that to me, is the, that's the largest thing. The mom would have given it to the kids if she thought it was okay. Right. And she let them have it. It was everywhere. I think if I'm the mom in this scenario, I think I'm just saying to my kids, because they looked definitely old enough. Yeah. I'd be like, hands and knees, clean it up. Because if you don't, 
somebody will because it is an airplane. Mm-hmm. But I, mean, I, I think that the kids should have cleaned it up. I think everyone on that situation was just annoying. And if I saw that, I want to punch them all of them in the face. I, I can't imagine a flight attendant saying that though. I've never actually, no, I, speaking of flights, I, the first time ever, like I saw confrontation on a flight and it pissed me off. So there's this old couple in front of me, not that old. I mean, like maybe 65 and they were sitting down and the lady put her bag in this above compartment, but she put it in like a very, um, like a little thing in a very big area. Mm -hmm. And we like so many people brought in bags and they were getting to the point where they had to like bring them back and check them. And this couple came by that was kitty corner or diagonal from the old couple. And they were like, Hey, can we just like put your bag here? Cause there's like this much room and can we take the bigger spot? And she was like, no, she was like, no, you can't. We checked our bag for a reason. That's ours. How do you expect me to reach across and grab it? And she like was very rude about it, which then caused this couple to then have to go all the way back check their bag in and it caused a delay where I'm like, come on. Like you don't think any of us would have helped you grab your bag kitty corner. Well, of course the people being helpful on a plane is incredible. I think the thing is, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, what is it about planes? And I think it's because it's like a restaurant. We all have the opportunity to learn a little bit about it, but we're not coexisting together on a flight. You random people, people hate each other to work together, sit together, bored and unbored together and it's like it just brings out your true colors like flight etiquette for somebody what did you do the first time we flew oh i remember what it was oh god is it bad no it was it was something when it went to aspen and i think on our flight back i remember graham was like thank god she's letting the rose like what if you were what if you got up oh yes i know if i was dating someone and they had a like rude flight etiquette i'd be like i can't date you no i could fully not date them i would be like absolutely that's a deal. I like it can't be your friend anymore. I will literally stand up and be that person that doesn't allow anyone to go past me and let everyone in front of me go, even if they're slower than molasses. I'm like, I refuse to budge. No, no, no. It is it. I don't care if it takes the old lady an hour. Yeah. We're going row by row. It's so planes are weird if you think about it. Like sitting by random people for hours. It's it's actually just so disgusting. On my flight here, there's this one row. It was the only row on the plane with no middle seat. No one in the middle seat. Oh. And they were two of the hottest guys. One on the window, one on the aisle. And I was like, what I would give to be seated in between these two men. They were so hot. I've only heard of one flight, like marriage. <laughs> I've never sat next to an attractive person on a flight before. Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I have, but they've been like married or older. Like I've never like started a conversation with an attractive man or sat by a guy that I'm like, he's hot. It's so like a movie, right? Yeah. To hear it. But I do know one couple still so happily married and they met on a Southwest flight from Houston to Oklahoma city and like got off. The, and I'm like, Oh my God. Wow. Wow. Southwest is what, how you do it because you get to pick where you sit. Oh, probably thought she was cute and said, I'll sit by her. Yeah. Quick pause to talk about the one and only, Oh my gosh, we've been loving them. Mamitas. Ooh. Live mucho this summer with Mamitas. It's time for a lot of sun, a lot of music, and a lot more tequila. Mamitas comes in seven delicious flavors, mango, pineapple, lime, and the new cocktail pack, Paloma, Spicy Mark, Classic Mark, and Tequila Sunrise. We drank these the other day. We did the taste test. I'm obsessed with the Paloma. And then you tasted the Paloma, and you were like bursting with flavor. It's so good. But so is the lime and the margarita. All of the flavors are so good. They're... And... and Gluten-free, 
95 calories, so good. Made with real tequila. Oh, and only 95 calories. Find it at drinkmamitas.com or order on GoPuff. Get the variety pack. Go over to your friend's house. Put them all over ice. And everyone will be like, oh my God, thank you for bringing these. Bring the party. Yum. I love mamitas. Um, okay, so we, should we do a little listener question? Let's do it. Okay, so the listener question this week is, what is the protocol immediately after having sex for the first time? Or just like in general, I guess. Do you get a towel? Do you cuddle? Do you talk? Etc. Like, what is the after sex etiquette? Okay, which I love this question. Quick question. Yes, ma'am. If a guy when you're dating is going to come. Oh, okay. Do I you- hope he comes. <laughs> Do you say, I want you to come and, and like say a spot? Well, so I'm not on birth control. And so I like am very vocal about that. I'm like, hey, I'm not on birth control. So please do not come inside me. No, no. Yeah. Okay. I was assuming he's not coming inside. Yeah. Me. Yeah. But do you say like, I want you to come on my chest? Oh, yeah. So a lot of times guys will be like, where do you want me to come? And I'm just like my stomach. Okay. So let's say he does that. Then does he go and get a towel? He better. Okay, and then wipe you up? He better. Well, I, I'll wipe myself up. Just hand me the towel. Okay, so he goes, but he he should. Yes. Okay, I just was wondering. In a perfect world, a guy is coming on my stomach, walking his ass to get a towel, giving it to me, cleaning it up, taking it from me, and throwing it somewhere where I can't see it. Okay. Yes. So the guy gets the towel, brings it back to you. You wipe up or he can wipe you up either way. And then that's okay. Well, because like you think about it, if they come on you and you're walking, you're just like holding the no, cup. Like, like, ah. <laughs> what are you supposed to? Yeah. Okay. So, so then my question is, do you after sex, if you came or him, hold on, is it called, is what's the white <gasps> discharge stuff in a girl? Is that called come? Um, uh, I, Actually, don't know. When I know. you're wet, are, 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 is I, that come? I think it's discharge. I mean, Ew, technically, why is that so not as cute? I, I think technically it could be. <laughs> what is it then? <laughs> Alana says it's not discharge. I think it's is it is it female come? I googled this the other day. I'm like, can a girl? Is it is wetness girl come or can only guys come? Well, coming girls come because comes an orgasm. Okay, but when a girl comes, you don't discharge. That's true. Right. Or you don't, like, exert, like... Well, because, like, girls and guys can come because we're, like, orgasm is coming. Right. But, yeah, that's actually so valid because for guys, you always are, like, did you, like, clean the cum off me? But for girls, you're never, like, oh, there's cum on me. Yeah, you're, like, I'm so wet, but what is that wetness called? Like, oh, you got... Eggs. You got, egg, you got eggs on That's me. That's your period. Not the white stuff. Sperm has come. Yeah, I'm like, what is that? Okay, okay. So here's my question. Next, mm-hmm. um, after that, do you want to like kiss or hug, or are you done? You're like, don't touch me. Okay, I'm be very honest. I don't love the idea of touching after sex, but if a man does not hold me, cuddle me, kiss me after we have sex there's the door. I think it is the most disrespectful thing ever to have sex with someone and then walk away. Like it's one thing if it's a one night stand, I don't really fucking care. But if you're seeing that person regularly, I think it's so disrespectful because a girl, for some reason, I think it's a lot more insecure after sex than a guy does. Mm. We just want to know that you're not using us for sex. And that can be literally by holding us for five minutes. No, I think there's nothing sweeter than that. I had sex with a guy the other day. 
not the other day, a while ago. <laughs> the other day sounds like yesterday. It sure does sound like that. <laughs> and we had sex and he just left. <gasps> so I'm surprised I told you that already. <laughs> Let me ask you another question. Did you ask him to stay? I did ask him to stay. And he just left. Okay. Is this literally, we had sex, it's over, and I'm putting my pants on? We had sex. I asked him to stay. He said no and then left. Okay, wait, no. I, I need more specifics. Like the <laughs> sex ends. Yes. And then and then what is the next thing that happens? He starts like so like you know how after you have sex, like you kind of like keep going for a little bit longer. So uh-huh. you're like we're making out having some more sexy time. And then when he decided he was done, he started putting his clothes on. I pretty much begged him to stay. And he said no, he had to leave. No. Yeah. And no. I mean, he had a legitimate excuse why he had to go home, but that doesn't mean you have to go home instantly. You could have like held me for five minutes, 10 minutes, you know? You know, if, if you had time, it, you know, if, if you, you had, if you had an hour, you have five more minutes. If you had time to have sex, you have time to cuddle. You, 100% you do. And, and here's the thing too, was like the other day, somebody, I was at an auction and they had bid 10 grand and I said, if you had 10, you have 11. So it's like one, and you just do it in that scenario. I was like, you probably just, if you have, and it's this, it's like, if you have an hour, I know you have 65 minutes. Yeah. And like, like I said, one night stands very different, but like, even if it's the first time you're having sex with a girl, you're maybe it's like date two and you have sex nine times out of 10, she's going to want you to cuddle with her. Wait, I don't know in a scenario when she doesn't want you to cuddle. I have never once in my head been like, why the fuck is he cuddling me? Get out of here. It's always like, no, like, please hold me. No, no, right. Cause it's like, you just did something very intimate. Yeah. And you're like, I want to kiss and I want to be held. Yeah. Yeah. What? It just made me feel used. You think? And like, and so she, the next day when you wake up and you kind of have like that, like, I feel like guys have like post nut clarity, like right away, but girls kind of have it like the next day. And I literally woke up and I remember thinking like, did he just use me for sex? Because he had sex with me and then literally left within 30 seconds of being done. Um, can you, I just want, what is post nut clarity? It's where you have sex and then you realize something. So uh, there's like this myth, legend, whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's like a legit thing, but it's when guys have sex with a girl, they, it's like they have clarity, I think in a loving way, like they're, they start to think that they like are into the girl. So that's why when girl not, I don't know if it's a not, I don't know. Alana, do you know? The the connotation is that it's like, oh, I hate. Oh, it's it's always a bad thing. The connotation is that like after you come, you're like, oh wait, like you're not that cute. I don't like you that much. Oh, so oh post clarity is you have sex with. So a guy will have sex with a girl, and then he'll be he'll have the clarity after coming post not clarity and be like, whoa, I'm not into you. I don't like you. Okay, that makes sense. That makes total sense because he wanted the chase. Yeah, and then he came, and then he was like, oh, and you're not even that cute. It's like sobering up. Yeah, it's like you took your drunk goggles off, and you're like, you're not that hot. That's post nut clarity. Yeah. Do girls have that the other way? So I don't think so because they always say that you, you shouldn't have sex with a guy right away because um, there's a hormone that immediately goes off. I don't know. I uh, thought it was in males and females. Maybe it's only in females where when you have sex with someone, it, it mimics the love hormone. So women start to feel like they are in love with the man after they have sex with him because the love hormone or the sex hormone is mimicking the love hormone. But it's not real. It's not real. It's a false sense of love. It's a false, yeah, yeah. And you start to think, I love you. Yeah. So but you don't love them. You love the idea of sleeping with them. 
it's like the sex is blinding them. Got it. Yeah. So that's why they're always like, you shouldn't have sex on a first date or you should wait a while because when you are intimate with someone, you will start to feel like you love them even though it's not real. I don't know if guys get that. I think that that's probably a massive thing. Like I bet a lot of people sleep together the first night, think that they're a date for years and thought they fell in love. But if they had waited, they might be like, I fucking hate you and we're not compatible at all. Well, let me ask you this. How many men that I haven't slept with have I been obsessed with? None. Exactly. I, when I was like trying to date a few people at once a few months ago, I didn't have sex with any of them. I didn't think twice about them once we stopped talking. But like a guy that I have a one night stand with, I'm like, wait, I, I love you. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's that's so interesting that the hormone gives you the same feeling of love. Yeah. Well, that's why it's probably called making love. Yeah, it's it's and that's scientific because I did my research on that. That's that's fascinating. I want to look into that more. I forgot the hormone's name, but it's um, it mimics it. I also like the post nut clarity thing because I think I think girls could be like, we're not going to give you that. What do you mean? We're not. You don't get the post nut clarity. Keep chasing. Yeah, but then I mean, you have to have sex eventually. Yeah, but but he might figure out his post nut clarity before that. True. Like that, that could avoid that feeling of like we had sex, he came and then damn, he just let, like, he doesn't like me anymore. He doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah. Or if you, if you waited, then maybe he gets his post nut clarity without having to nut. True. I know. I will say I, there's nothing wrong with having sex on a first date. You do you, I've done it a million times, but I will say I don't do that anymore. And it has helped me have a healthier outlook on relations or on men I, that I'm dating. Like there's not, I don't know the last guy that I have had sex with. I mean, after the first date, even like it's been at least like three dates or like a few weeks. I think that there's nothing better than that. I think I think here's the thing. If he likes you, he'll have no problem. Like, I, I don't think there's a better way to find out if a guy likes you than not having sex with him on the first date because you just gave him potentially what he wants. Mm -hmm. And so it's like if he really likes you and he's really into you, he'll stick around. Yeah. And then and he'll keep courting you he'll do nice things for you and then when you do sleep together it'll be even better because you'll know each other better and you'll have like an emotional connection and like the sexual tension will build up and you'll just like think you're like i just want to jump your bones and when he sees you when he sees you on outfit number two right mm -hmm. the next second date you should be like oh, i wonder what it would be like to have sex with her like he doesn't know yet yeah i wonder what's under that outfit yeah he's like i haven't been in there yet and you're yeah like, sure haven't yeah i think that's something that like I've, I've really taken advantage of um in 2023 is not doing that and i will say like i haven't been like obsessed with i actually haven't been obsessed with like any guys in 2023 if you think about it yeah but usually i like am so like <laughs> in 2022 i was obsessed with so many guys uh -huh. There's not really any guys. I mean, like, I'll I'll like them a lot, but like, if they do me wrong, I'm pretty good about being like, see ya. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Quick pause to talk about Zola. Because when you're getting married, it's not all about just the big day. Oh my gosh, let me tell you, it is about all the days leading up to that, more so. It's about the amazing days on the way to your amazing wedding, like the pop the question day or the venues booked, invites are out. Wherever you are on your journey, to the aisle. Zola is here for all of them. Um, also, you guys, my brother just got engaged. Yay! And he's going to use Zola because he was like, it has everything I need. Love. His fiance's so excited about it. And I'm like, yes. Zola's got free planning tools, 
showing you where to start and to help keep your planning on track. It also has venues, that's what they're using it for, and vendors, save the dates, invites, free wedding websites, and an amazing registry, all designed by wedding experts for people just like you. Um, Zola is there for the can't make it another decision day and that we're really going to need that honeymoon day. Also, Zola is a community, right? It gives you a community of people. And so I would say, speaking of Zola, it reminds me, my one thing my brother's debating right now is inviting kids to the wedding. And when we did our wedding, I wanted to have no kids because you have to like pay for their plates, right? Well, I'm it's totally a, with you. It's a $50 meal. They're running around. So it says, you know, like what's a nice way to say no to having kids. And I knew everybody that had kids and I just called them mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, just a heads up. It's not just you. It's everyone. We're doing a no kid thing. And they were all like totally understanding. And everybody was excited because I had a destination wedding and it meant they got to travel with no kids. So yeah, I think too, in like 2023, so many people understand like no kids, like it's not a slap in their face. It's just like, they don't like, it's, it's not your wedding. It's theirs. Totally. It's like, it's so unemotional. Yeah. You just like detach from it. And you're like, Oh, also who doesn't want like a night free from the kids. That's the thing. I'm like, get yourself a babysitter. Hell yeah. Um, from just engaged to only thing left to do is say, I do. Zola is here for all of those along the way. So get on Zola.com for all you brides and grooms and enjoy happy wedding planning. Woo. All right, AB. Uh, do you want to do what you do best? Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook. Like, comment, subscribe. Leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And watch us on YouTube because we're in Dallas. Dallas. Oh, high five. Yeah, I don't know. It sounded sounded fun. (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. Bye.